You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. It's just one of those days that a girl goes through. <laughs> it's just one of those days. Like, you guys, it's so foggy and nasty outside. It's so windy. I keep thinking someone's trying to break into the house. Um, Labor Day weekend just really freaking took it out of me. And I was like last night, oh, I have to record my podcast tomorrow. (laughs) Like I'm just not, I'm mentally not there, which is so weird because normally every Tuesday I'm like so excited to record my podcast. But today it's not that I was dreading it, but I was just like, I don't feel like I'm alert enough to have all my thoughts in order, um, in order to do this podcast in order, in order. So we'll see how it goes. You guys really fucking took a break from me last week. I'll tell you that much because um, you dropped off. My listenership was way down by like 100 people. So um, step it the fuck up because I'm not here to play this game with you. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. But for real, what happened last week? You guys weren't interested and was my title not good enough? I had an idea for the title of this week's, but my friend Amanda told me that I absolutely cannot name the title after the story that I'm going to talk to you about in a little bit because it's very aggressive. <laughs> and it, I mean, I, it, my playlist is not safe for work, not safe for kids, but it, it's one thing to have it in the, in the podcast where like it's kind of buried inside. Great. My emails sound, that's what I'm talking about. My email sound just went off in the middle of me talking because I forgot to put the fucking volume down. Anyways, it's one thing to have the F word buried in my podcast, but just to have it like plain out in the open as the title. Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you guys what the title was in a little bit. It wouldn't make sense if I just dropped it on you right now. First things first, Brett and I have some really big news. <laughs> No, I'm not pregnant. And here's the thing. I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed to really talk about it yet. So just know that I'm going to be dropping something on you guys really soon. Whenever I can talk about it, I'm going to. I'm not pregnant. Um, You already know that we're getting a dog. You already know that I got the job in Eugene. Um, I have not heard if I'm going back to Fuego yet. So it's none of those. It's nothing that's really obvious. Um, But we do have some really big news. Crossing my fingers. Don't want to jinx it. But there's something coming up. Hopefully that's going to be really big. So keep your eyes peeled for a big announcement. Um, that's coming in the near future. Hopefully as soon as I'm able to talk about it, I will tell you Labor Day weekend, man. What did everyone do? I feel like it was so long, but I also feel like it was so freaking short. I went with Cody up to Amador on Friday cause she had to pick up her wine shipment from Rombauer and we stopped at, I believe it was called Young's and Amador. It was so cute. The wine was so freaking good. The atmosphere was great. Um, the woman that worked there, we were trying to figure out if she was German or Dutch, but she was just the sweetest woman like so appreciative that we came in so appreciative that we didn't just buy the tasting that we also like bought bottles of wine so I love people that you know appreciate business and she totally did so if you're gonna go up to Amador I would highly recommend Young's it's one of the first ones that you hit when you go in Um, I was really impressed I definitely want to go back and take Brett I actually I was texting Brett while we were up there I feel like Brett and I only hang out in groups like I feel like we do a lot of stuff with people which is great because like we love hanging out with our friends but I feel like we never do things just him and I like I'm always like why do we have to invite a ton of people like why does it have to always be a big party why can't we both just hang out together so I think 
in a couple weeks, we're going to try to go to Amador by ourselves, have a little date day. Hopefully the smoke and shit clears up and hopefully it's not like 110 degrees because I just cannot handle being out in the weather like this. Like it's just so hot. I'm so irritable when I'm hot. I mean, I'm already irritable. Ask Brett. He's had a rough 24 hours with me. (laughs) We'll get into that. So yeah, Friday came home from Amador. Cody um, came over, fell asleep in the backyard because Brett and I had something important to do. And it has something to do with the big announcement that I will eventually be able to tell you about. Um, My friend Amanda came from Fresno. And then Cody, Amanda, and I sat in the backyard. Brett made us this like amazing pasta dinner. They were like, what's the recipe for this? Brett's like, I just whipped it up. Brett is just such like a such like a little home chef. He just like knows what to do and knows what to make. I've talked about it so many times, but he really is just so good at what he, what he does. He told us it was dinner time. We all came in. We all had a plate. He made a special dish for Amanda because Amanda doesn't like onions and she doesn't like anything spicy. And the pasta dish had jalapeno and onion. So he made her own little special dish that didn't have any of that. He cooked garlic bread. We all had a glass of wine next to our table setting and a glass of water with ice in it. Like dead. So that was really nice. And then lounged by the pool, listened to my 90s playlist from last week, which by the way, if you're following me on Spotify, I feel really bad because I'm on Apple Music more than I'm on Spotify. I just created a Spotify for the sake of this podcast. I make my my playlists on Apple. And so if I decide to add anything to them, I normally add on Apple. I probably added like 20 to 25 songs to the 90s playlist from last week, but only on Apple. I should add it to the Spotify. I'm going to do that today after I'm done recording, I promise. But the 90s playlist is probably the best playlist that I've made so far. I love it so much. And here's another reason why I love it. Brett also loves it. So instead of his old playlist, he's been playing the 90s playlist, which makes me very happy. A little bit of variety. But also, it's just so crazy to me because my friend Amanda, I mean, she's a little bit younger than me, like five years. Doesn't seem like that much, especially when I'm hanging out with her. I just feel like we're the same age. But there were so many things that happened that involved this playlist that just blew my mind this weekend. And it sparked so many conversations that, I mean, I just can't get over some of the things we talked about. So first of all, so many songs would come on on this playlist and Amanda would like go crazy and be like, oh, I haven't heard this in so long. Like the Bewitch, Say La Vie. She like knew all the words. By the way, so does Brett. I didn't remember any of them. It's starting to come back to me now that I've listened to it a couple times. But um, then, then some songs would come on and Amanda just had no clue. And some of them I get, they were like, you know, from the really early 90s. But she had her face down on her floaty and Destiny's Child No 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 came on and I got zero reaction out of her. And so I thought, huh, is she sleeping? I wonder why she's not reacting to this song. Well, later on in the weekend, we're all sitting in the hot tub and I was talking about my new boss in Oregon. And I was just basically saying, like, if you know me, you know, I can be a little wordy via text. So I was just saying, like, I really... um I I just text too much sometimes. I said, I feel like I'm just a bugaboo. And she was like, what? And I was like, you bugging what? You bugging who? You bugging me? And don't you see it ain't cool? And she was like, what? I don't know what you're saying. What are you talking about? And I was like, wait a minute. What do you mean you don't know what I'm talking about? She's like, what is that? And I was like, Destiny's Child bugaboo. Her face was fucking blank. You mean to tell me you are too young to know bugaboo? And then I said, 
yesterday when we were in the pool and Destiny's Child No 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 came on, you didn't react. I said, I thought you were asleep. Did you not know that song? She said, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what song that is. My mind was blown. I mean, that song was even super popular in the in the like early 2000s. I put a poll today on my Instagram to see how many people knew it and how many people didn't. So far, four people have voted that they don't know it. 92 have voted that they do know it. So, I mean, it's polarizing. It's crazy. And the fact that Amanda's in radio, it's just nuts that she doesn't know all the Destiny's Child songs. She also made a couple mentions of like The Incredibles and stuff this weekend. I cannot relate. Do not understand. Cannot comprehend. Another thing Amanda didn't know about, I brought up TGIF back in the day. I used to be so obsessed with TGIF. I used to watch it with my mom all the time. So it definitely reminds me of her. But Amanda had no clue what TGIF is. And I was like, that was like the epitome of my childhood. Like every kid would look forward to sit at home, have sleepover parties and watch TGIF. You know, there were so many different shows. Sabrina, Full House, Step by Step, Family Matters, Hang with Mr. Cooper, Sister, Sister, Smart Guy. I mean, there were so many different shows that that ended up being on TGIF through the years. And Amanda, had heard of some of the shows, but she didn't know what TGIF was. So I also did a poll on my Instagram about that um, today. And it's shocking to me. There's like five people that don't know what it is. And a few of you should. One of them is my friend, my friend's daughter, who's in like high school, I think. I think she's like a freshman, either that or eighth grade. So it's a given that she doesn't know. But the rest of you, Tori, if you eventually listen to this, why the fuck don't you know what TGIF is? T-G-I-F. What? Who are you people that don't know what that is? Am I right or am I crazy? Like that was a big part of your childhood, right? I will never forget. Um, it was the season finale of Family Matters and Steve had turned into Stefan. And so it was a to be continued the week before. In the finale, we were going to find out if Stefan was going to stay Stefan and, and stay with Laura or if he was going to turn back into Steve. I was upstairs with my mom. We were eating out of a jar of peanut butter in bed and all of a sudden, Breaking news interrupted TGIF and the OJ Simpson chase was on TV. And this was back before, you know, TiVo. The only thing that you could really do was record off of a VHS to what you were watching. So, I mean, that wouldn't have helped us. So I remember never finding out what happened until years later when I was able to watch a rerun, you know, once cable and TiVo and all that was a thing. But I remember being so upset that I didn't know what happened to Steve and Stefan at the end of that episode. So yeah, TGIF was just like a huge part of my life. I just cannot believe that Amanda didn't know what it was. I, I'm pretty sure Cody didn't know what it was either. And we also were hanging out with um, this girl, Molly, who just moved here uh, to be on the radio. And so we knew that she moved here without really knowing a lot of people. And I've been talking to her a lot on social media. So I invited her over and she didn't know what Bugaboo was. And I'm pretty sure she didn't know what TGIF was either. And I'm just like, who are you people? Where did you come from? Because it's not normal. Am I right or am I right? Another song that was on my 90s playlist that we were listening to this weekend that um, I just can't get enough of and I remember all the words was sweat, baby, sweat, baby, sex is a death, whatever the fucking words is. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like we do on the Discovery Channel. Getting horny now. So those words, that song, I used to sing in the car with my dad. <laughs> 
that got us on the topic of songs that you sing in front of your parents. I was with my dad all the time. Like our daily routine when I was little, I would go to school. I would go to my next door neighbor's house, do my homework, tell my dad got off work. My dad would pick me up. We would go visit my mom in the convalescent. We would stay there. We would drive home. So like I was in the car with him a lot and I was always listening to 102. I was always listening to singles that he would let me buy if I was a, if I was good that week. And that song was one of the songs that I used to sing in the car with him. But, you know, when I'm younger, I don't know what the words mean. Getting horny now. Great. That is so uncomfortable when I think back on it. Other songs that were popular was Red Light Spit. I'm sorry that I keep singing to you, by the way. Special. Red Light Special. All through the night. Come through my door. Take off your clothes. Like, what? And then Genuine Pony. Thank God when I was younger and that song came on in the car, I thought the words were, if you're schwone, let's it, ride it, my pony. Like, I didn't sing, if you're horny, let's do it. I just sang, if you're schwone, because I didn't know what the words were. So, if you're schwone was what I used to say. So, at least we dodged a bullet there. I just was listening to all like the worst songs possible. And I think now to my friends, I mean, songs are way more edited now on the radio, don't you think? Or like now we take into consideration context. I just feel like songs aren't the same now. But even so, I know some of my friends who have kids that, you know, turn it down when a certain song comes on. Like, I I don't know any parent friends of mine that are letting their kids listen to Wet and Gushy. I heard that song for the first time edited. And what's the fucking point? There's one verse where, I mean, Cardi doesn't even rap. It's just like, I want a heart. Uh, uh, uh. It's just every other word is bleeped out. What is the point of that song being on the radio? I mean, there just isn't one. When I would be in the car with my dad, it would either be those like super vulgar songs or I had all the Disney tapes. So I would pop them in and make my dad sing the boy parts like on Aladdin. I would sing the girl and he would sing the boy. And he was such a good sport. I remember sometimes I'd be like, I can't hear you. (laughs) And I would be like, we have to start over. So I rewind my tape and I'd be like, remember, I'm the girl and you're the boy. (laughs) My poor dad. Speaking of my dad, I didn't like go into great detail. I brushed over it in one of my first episodes. But like, um, a couple months ago now, he had to get hit part of his jaw removed. Um, and his jaw replaced with like a prosthetic and he was in the hospital. He had to have his jaw wired shut and um, it was super scary. I was like super emotional when it was all happening. And so he recovered a lot quicker than they were expecting. Uh, let me back up. I wouldn't say recovered. He got his the wire out. He, we were expecting him to be... Uh, bad for a while and he is just so gung-ho about recovering that he you know got the wires out soon started eating soon you know tried to wean himself off the pain meds soon like he just recovered a lot quicker than we thought not to say that he's fully recovered but um his cancer doctors want him to get back on the chemo but the doctors for his jaw are basically saying like if you get back on chemo it's gonna stop or slow down the process of your jaw healing and like your body accepting the prosthetic So my dad told me that he was going to the VA hospital to try out like a different method to help his jaw recover quicker. And so when he texted me this big, long text, you know how parents are sometimes they like abbreviate things that we don't abbreviate. And so it's like really hard to try to figure out what he's trying to say sometimes. So he sent me this big, long text. And all I wrote back to was or all I said when I wrote back was 
what? Like I had no clue what he meant. So I read it to Brett and luckily Brett could decipher it a little better than me, but I still didn't understand what was happening. So for like a couple weeks, he told me he was going to the VA hospital like a couple times a week. And he basically said that he was doing like a decompression therapy. And so Brett was like, you know, when you go deep sea diving and I was like, first of all, no, I do not. I don't, I do, I do not deep sea dive. But he was like, you, you know, you go down into the water, you have to descend slowly. And when you come back up, you also have to come up slowly. Otherwise you will explode into a million, billion, jillion pieces. And I was like, I had no idea. So I was like, wait a second. So my dad's going underwater every day. Like I just didn't understand and texting is a little hard. So I went over there um, this last week and I was like, okay, I need you to walk me through what you're doing every day. And the reason I'm talking about it is it's just so crazy that this is the that this is a thing that they use this to heal people. So this is supposed to help with his jaw. It's supposed to like change his blood. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to pretend like I am. So basically he goes into this room and it's like it looks like a huge like tank. And I was like, all right, are you actually going underwater? And he said, no. He said, I sit in a chair and they put this big helmet on me and then they change the pressure in the room as if I'm going deep underwater and I descend for like 10 minutes. And he said, then I sit down there for an hour and a half and then they slowly bring the room back up to normal pressure when I'm coming back up. And he said, you know, the helmet that he has to wear is super uncomfortable. And so this week he's going to be in a tube so he can lay down, but it's going to be the same process like doesn't that just blow your mind going into a room having the pressure change as if you're like deep sea diving chilling down there for a while and then slowly coming back up to help your body recover from something like that like a surgery I mean what in the world so I mean he has to drive kind of far to do this and then he's there for hours and then he has to drive home. So it basically takes up his whole day and he has to do a lot of sessions. So he's basically doing this every single day and it's just so fascinating. Ooh, I wonder if I could go with him one time. I mean, I bet that'd be super boring. So I guess a couple nurses sit in the chamber with him and then a couple people watch on the screen, but he showed me a video of what he walks into and it's massive. Yeah, I'm just, I'm very curious about it. It just seems so crazy. He's like, well, I'm excited to try it this week when I can actually lay down so I can go to sleep. I'm like, yeah, I bet. I mean, it must be boring just sitting down there for an hour and a half. You can't do anything. There's just nurses standing around monitoring you, making sure everything's all good. Yeah, freaking crazy. Medicine, technology, all that shit is crazy. I'm excited to see if it actually works. I mean, it has to, right? They wouldn't be saying you have to do 140 hours of this. That's a lot of time if they weren't confident that it was going to help his jaw heal. Anyways, I'll keep you guys posted on that. It's super interesting. I wonder if he could get another video that I would like be allowed to post and show people because it is nuts. We talked about a lot this weekend. My playlist got a lot of things inspired and my sister-in-law came over (laughs) over the weekend and I don't know how we got talking about it, but we started talking about when we were in school when we were little and the things that we had to do. And she said that they had like singing, singing time in, in the morning. And so she started talking about all the, all the songs that she used to sing in school. And one of them was, um, if all the raindrops were lemon, I, oh my God, this is like the fourth time I'm singing on this playlist. If all the raindrops were lemon drops and gum drops, oh, what a storm that would be. Oh, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Stand outside with my mouth open wide. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> so 
Amanda was standing right there and she was like, wouldn't it be funny if Megan the Stallion remixed that song and instead of it was you know how she does her ow and then my sister-in-law was like, yeah, but then she'd have to change the, we'd have to change the lyrics to if all the raindrops were sh- lemon drops and cum drops. <laughs> so that's what I wanted to name this episode was cum drops. <laughs> but obviously I probably can't do that. So we're just going to name it something else. I'm not sure what yet. Hopefully I get inspired by something else in this episode. <laughs> but it was the funniest thing ever. And Amanda was like, you cannot name your episode that. And I was like, oh, but it's so funny. Remixing children's songs. People always talk about remixing you know like WAP into a kids bop song well what if we change kids songs into adult songs sang by Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B I mean I would buy it we also talked about LFO girl on TV was on my 90s playlist so some of the songs that I went with were not like the most popular by that artist like the Spice Girl songs that I picked it wasn't like their first and biggest songs but it was the songs that I liked the most same with NSYNC I think I did Digital Get Down um, and another one those were just my favorite in sync songs. Um, but LFO Girl on TV reminds me of being in the seventh grade. I had the biggest crush on this guy. I went to school with him in middle school and then in high school. I had the biggest crush on this guy and all my friends were like, oh, just talk to him. And I was like, no, I'm too scared. So one day we had um, a class like right after each other. And so I was like, I'm going to work up the courage. I'm going to say hi to him. And so he comes out of the class and I see him coming. And instead of just saying like, hey, I go, hey, Aaron, like super loud and in his face. And um, it was I turned red immediately. Everyone heard it. It was like the birds were quiet. Everyone stopped talking and everyone was just staring at me. And he's like, hi. Anyways, a couple days later, I passed him a note and I asked him to the dance that was coming up. He said no. (laughs) Hey. But at the dance, um, I, I'm a persistent bitch. I asked him if he wanted to do slow dance. So we danced to LFO Girl on TV. And I guess I've been boy crazy all my life because after that dance, I had my dad take me to Tower Records and I got the CD, the LFO CD, and I just fell asleep every night listening to Girl on TV. And it just reminds me of that cafeteria dancing with Aaron. Fucking loved him. He never liked me. I asked him out multiple times after that. He's gay now. So <laughs> that's probably why. Man, I sure know how to pick him. Lance Bass was my favorite member of NSYNC. I pursued this guy in like middle school and high school. Um, but LFO Girl on TV will always remind me of him and just remind me of how funny that story is. It's funny how songs like have those memories that you carry on forever. I'm just going to throw this out there. I do like Nickelback. Don't come for me. Don't at me. I like Nickelback and I am not ashamed to tell people. I had this boyfriend, my very first boyfriend, my very first kiss. Um, I, <laughs> I went to, he went to the skating rink. After I broke up with him, he sent me like two dozen red roses. And I remember my dad being like, he's such a nice guy. Like my dad just loved him. But, you know, it was my first boyfriend. I had to had to go out and test the waters. So I I was friends with him basically my whole entire life. And when we turned 18, he said he was going to join the military. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, my God, I, I let I let the I let a good one get away. And I'm like, I have to get him back. My the love of my life since I was little, my first kiss, he's going to 
go to the military. I have to stop him. As if I could at this point, you know, but I'm just like watch too many Nicholas Sparks movies. I don't fucking know what was going through my head. So I go to Build-A-Bear when it was at Arden Fair Mall. I get a bear with um, my voice inside, like saying like, I'll always love you or something just like mortifying. I fucking can't even, I can't even with myself. So I take this bear to his apartment and I'm like, please stay, don't go. I forget what he says. Like this isn't a speech that I remember or do I probably want to, but he was obviously like, you know, we're always going to be friends. I have to go. This isn't something that I can just be like, just kidding. Like I've already signed up. I'm leaving tomorrow. You know, like I've, my, my apartment's going to not going to be mine after tomorrow. Like I just didn't have a grasp of life back then. I just thought that things were like a movie. So I leave. I remember being super upset. And then when he's done with basic training, he came back to Sacramento and we hung out. And, um, I, that was back when ringtones were like super popular. So everyone that you talk to frequently had a different ringtone. I forget where we were. I want to say we were at my friend Christy's house, but I'm, I'm not positive. I just can, I don't know where else we would be, but, um, I couldn't find my cell phone. And so I was like, Hey, to this guy that I liked that I gave the Build-A-Bear to, I was like, hey, can you call my phone? Totally forgetting that his ringtone was Nickelback. I loved you. I loved you all along. (laughs) This is the fifth time I've sang now on this podcast. I love you. I've loved you all along. Nickelback. My phone is ringing. I can't find it. I'm like frantically trying to find it so I can shut the Nickelback song off and answer the phone. He's looking at me. I'm bright red. I'm like so embarrassed. He left immediately after that. (laughs) I feel like I didn't see him for years after that. He's married now and has a kid. I like he wishes me a happy birthday every year. And like I talk to him every every once in a while. Obviously not truly madly deeply in love with him anymore. But that's Nickelback's song whenever I hear that too. Or just when I hear Nickelback in general reminds me of him and how fucking embarrassing I am. I mean, God, get a grip. Now the only embarrassing thing that I do in my life is talk to Chuck. I mean, the things that I say to Chuck. My new thing with him is... What you see, what you do, what you see, and what you do, and what you see, and what you do. Why do I say that? I have no fucking idea. Um, and uh, Brett always makes fun of me because he's like, why are you talking to the cat like that? I'm like, because he likes it. <laughs> but I used to sing him songs. I remember talking about this on the morning show with Wayne and Jay when I first got Chuck and just talking about all the ridiculous things that I say to him. Like if people could hear, I mean, you just did hear what I say to him, but if people could hear what I said to him and how I talk to him all day, every day, I would probably be committed. I mean, it's that bad. But anyone that has an animal talks to them crazy like that, don't they? I got the cutest portrait painted of Chuck. Um, I'm not sure if she is still doing this, but I know that if you ordered from her, 20% of the proceeds were going to Front Street Animal Shelter. I'm going to put the painting of Chuck that she made me up on the What the Chuck podcast Instagram. I will tag her so that if you have a fur baby that you want to get a portrait of, you can order from her. She does digital copies, and for a little bit extra, she will also send you a copy in the mail. So I got this super cute portrait done of Chuck. I need to go to Home Goods so I can get a, a frame and put it up in my room. It's so freaking adorable. I went to Home Goods for the first time over the weekend that I've I haven't gone, I don't think, this year at all. And boy, oh boy, it was like the beast was unleashed. I haven't been in so long and I forget how dangerous it is for me. We walked in and Brett was like, I'll be in the car. Like, don't spend any money. And as soon as he walked out to the car, I grabbed a shopping cart. <laughs> 
I needed to get a couple things for our spare bedroom because we just got a new dresser and a table for in there. So I wanted to get like a little vase for this plant and then like maybe a little candle. And then I also bought um, this like, I don't, I don't want to say it's a painting. It's like a picture. I bought it off of a friend and it says like Hollywood, Sunset Hills. It has all these different areas in Los Angeles. And my plan was to get another picture that had um, English t- like towns from England in it but I couldn't find one that matched and this room was just starting to look super hodgepodge when we first started this room um, we used to have this in our old apartment this half American flag half English flag above the bed so Brett just automatically put it in our spare room again so it's over the bed it's not wood it's more of like a vinyl material so it looks a little tacky and then I have this you know LA picture up that's like brown and then I have a brownish mirror and then the bedspread's white with like a blue accent pillow I mean it was just looking so freaking hodgepodge Brett's not gonna take the half American flag half English flag down that's a hard no and so I I was just like okay I need to take this Los Angeles picture down so when I was at home goods I was looking for a picture to replace it with so I had seen this picture of a national park and I was like oh this is cool but I had never been to that national park and so my friend Amanda looked at the picture that was behind it and it just so happened to be a blue painting of Yosemite and it had like a bunch of the different hikes and like you know mountains and stuff that are in Yosemite so I obviously bought that goes to Yosemite once big fan have a whole Yosemite themed room no big deal so we took the LA picture down we put the Yosemite picture up and the flag is still up it still looks a little bit hodgepodge but it looks better than it did before for. And I'm pretty sure this is as good as it's going to get because Brett's not going to let me buy anything else and he's not going to let me take that American flag picture down even though it looks tacky. I get it. I get it. I was like, what happens when we have a baby? What room is the baby going to have? And he's like, the office. And I'm like, well, where the fuck are we going to work? <laughs> he's like, I guess we'll have to give a, get a bigger house. I'm like, oh, dear Lord. So yeah, that room is finished. The other, I mean, all of our house is basically finished now. We just need to paint it. And I would love to wallpaper my bathroom, one of the bathrooms. I told you I was super inspired by my friend's house when I went a couple weeks ago, Anna. Anna and Dan, their bathroom is so nice. They have the coolest wallpapered bathroom. So now I want a wallpaper. And she was like, it's so easy. You could probably do it. I sent her a picture of my water bottle because I have a couple stickers on there that are not on straight. I'm like, I cannot even stick a sticker on a water bottle straight. So there's no way in hell I could wallpaper a room. Thank you for having faith in me. But you shouldn't. Also, when I was at Home Goods, <laughs> I'm obsessed with notebooks. I always have been. Like, I write all my podcast notes in a Ryan Gosling notebook. But there was this notebook. It was only $4.99. And it had, like, you know, it had the stages of the moon on the front. And then it says some quote about a moon. And it's black and gold. And it's pretty. And I was like, I need this. Now, I put back a bunch of other things. I put back these iridescent wine glasses. Um, I put back another picture. I put back a blanket. And I put back a pillow. So, like, I should get a gold star for putting all that stuff back. And when I I went to the register I almost said to Amanda pretend like all of this is yours but I was like well when Amanda leaves we're still gonna have it so I guess I just have to own it we walked outside and Brett's like what the fuck is all that I told you not to spend money I was like I only spent $72 <laughs> that's pretty good for going into home goods and this is all stuff we needed he's like what we needed this moon notebook and I'm like yeah I need it for all my thoughts actually real talk I know that I just said I use my Ryan Gosling for 
my podcast and I do, but I just more so use it week by week to write down notes that I'm going to talk about. And I get those notes from my phone. So ever since I started this podcast, I write down ideas in the notes section of, of, of my phone. And last weekend after I did the podcast, I noticed that the note in my phone was duplicated. So I erased one. It erased both of my notes for my What the Chuck podcast. I started having an immediate panic attack. I just, I was like on edge already and I started freaking out. And so I Googled, how do you recover a deleted note? And it seemed easy. It just said, you press the notes button back on your iPhone. It'll take you to the main page in the top right-hand corner. You'll see an edit button and then you'll be able to recover a deleted note. Well, my note section doesn't look like Brett's notes. It doesn't look like the ones that I was finding on Google. Instead, the notes section in my phone, it says Gmail notes and Yahoo notes. And so it the, the edit button was ghosted out like I couldn't click it and I was like oh my god months of podcast notes are fucking gone they have been deleted I can't get them back like every time I think of a story that I want to tell I write it down in, in my notes section on my phone fucking gone and Brett's like just take a deep breath I'm like I can't I can't I'm like on the verge of tears he's like call Apple I'm like I don't know Apple's phone number and he's like well just look it up so I looked it up and Apple called me immediately and I get the girl on the phone and I'm so frazzled that I'm telling her unnecessary details about what I deleted I'm like I have this podcast and I store all my notes like bitch you don't need to tell her all that tell her you have an important note that got deleted so as I'm telling her this I'm like and my notes look different like my notes say G Email notes. And then it dawns on me. So I go, I open up my laptop and I, I, I type in what the Chuck podcast and my notes back up to my email. So this girl doesn't even get a word in like she hasn't even helped me at all yet. And I'm like, oh, just talking to you right now helped me talk it out. And I found all my notes in my email. And she's like, oh, OK, well, I'm happy. That was the easiest call I've had all day. And I was like, thank fucking God. I was in a, it, I was in pure panic mode. I mean, obviously, every week. Things happen, and I normally talk this, talk about the things that have happened that week on my podcast, but there's going to come a time where I have a slow week, and I don't have shit going on, and I don't have anything to talk about, and that's when I'll go back in my notes, and I'll look at stories that I haven't told or topics, and I'll whip those out, and if I don't have them, I mean... I've been working on it for months. So what I'm going to do, I think, is have a backup of all these ideas. Write them in my new $4.99 moon notebook so that Brett can see that it is a useful item that I now own and I'm not taking back. And that's why I'm not allowed to go to Home Goods. Speaking of Home Goods, um, Kim Kardashian, her team filed for the rights to KKW Home, and she's basically going to have loofahs, bath towels, plants, planters floor mats, rugs. When Kim Kardashian releases all this shit, we gonna go broke because I can, I already know that I'm gonna want all of it. I'm really hoping that they don't screw everyone and make it super expensive. I'm hoping that it's like affordable. Like, can your girl be in Target or something? Walmart? Okay, we know she's not gonna release her stuff into Walmart, but I'm really excited at the potential of the things that she could be releasing in the future. Kim Kardashian West Home. Ooh, that's also very telling that they filed KKD W home instead of just KK home. I guess that's a sure sign that her and Kanye are not splitting up, which she just went to a Sunday service over the weekend. Did you guys see it? His choir literally walked on water and so did he. It was the coolest thing ever. Say what you want about him. But visually, he does have some really good ideas. I mean, not all of his ideas are great. 
clearly we know which ones I'm talking about. But Kim was there, so I was already thinking like, oh, they must be better. But now that she's releasing this or she filed for KKW Home, I didn't even think about it when I first read it. But that obviously means that they're still married, that they're not on the rocks, right? She wouldn't have filed it if they weren't. I do want to get into some celebrity gossip, but first I want to talk to you about something that I wanted to talk to you about last week. A couple of my friends brought it to my attention. You guys know what Dirty John is, right? So a few years ago, this podcast came out about this woman who met this man who said he was a doctor or an anesthesiologist, and it turned out that he was just a big fat liar. He was homeless. He didn't have any money. He was stealing her money. He was very aggressive and abusive. He was on drugs. Um, and it, it, it's crazy. If you haven't heard of it, I, I highly recommend going back to the podcast Dirty John. But there was also a TV show after it. They were all over the news, like Dr. Phil and shit. So if you haven't heard about it, I'm shocked. Um, go back and read about it. Just because I feel like a lot of people listening do know what it is. I'm just going to say that at the end of this story, which is obviously a real story, um, the guy, John he ended up going after the woman that he was dating's daughter and attacking her in broad daylight in this parking lot. And she ended up killing him. So he's dead now. So um, a couple of my friends ended up sending me this page from this woman in Chicago. And it's basically a Dirty John part two. So this woman met this guy on a dating app and he said that he was part of the CIA. And it, I, I posted about this a couple weeks on my Instagram, but I know that on the weekends, not a lot of people are like super active. So you might have missed it. So she started dating this guy. He said he was in the CIA. Um, she he said that he was like a millionaire. Um, she started seeing noticing some red flags. He started like installing security cameras in her apartment. And I don't exactly remember what it was that caused her to realize that he was a big fat fucking liar. But he is. Um, he's been like taking advantage of multiple women in the Chicago area, also stretching all the way out to California. He he lies about what he does. He's impersonated a FBI agent, CIA, a doctor. Um, she's still finding bugs in her apartment. Um, her identity has been hacked on like the dark web, all of her credit cards and stuff. He's also gone after her friends. She was going to get in her car recently and someone threw a tennis ball from super far away and it just barely missed her head and cracked her windshield. She is like living in fear, trying to spread the word and raise awareness so that other women that could potentially cross this guy don't go down the same path that she did. I mean, luckily she was only dating him for a couple months and she does post videos of their time together. There's one video specifically where like he's holding her dog and the dog is frantically trying to get away. And she was like, I was so blind to it. I didn't see it, but my dog was trying to tell me that this guy was bad news. And he just moves in with women, takes advantage of them, um, takes videos of them while they're sleeping or while they're changing without their permission and loads them onto the internet, steals money from them. Like it's absolutely insane that there's people out there like this. There's fucking some that live in Sacramento. I know that for damn sure. Not going to name any names, but if you know, you know. Um, but it's just fucking crazy. Okay, let me tell you her Instagram account name so that you can go on and look. She has this all saved in her highlights so that you can get the full story. She was on Heather McDonald's podcast. She's been on um, a couple local news stations in Chicago, but she's been getting a lot of press. I actually messaged her and I was going to try to have her on the, on the podcast, but I haven't done that yet with another person, especially one that's 
far away. I would have to do it through Zoom. I'm not really sure how to do all that yet. So, and I also wasn't sure like if there was a huge audience for it. And you can get basically the full story from just looking at her Instagram and her highlights. So let me tell you what her Instagram name is now so that you can go creep. Her name is Samantha B. Hills. So Samantha B. as in boy, Hills. And right there on her page, there's a link to the interview that she did with Heather McDonald. I haven't listened to the full thing yet, but she's posted, I mean, pictures of this guy's face, um, pictures of him hacking into her accounts. Like his name is Matt DeRolf. I guess now he's going by different names. Bumble has kicked him off. Like all these dating apps have gotten news or gotten word of this story, like Tinder and everyone and kicked him off. So he's coming back with like different email addresses, different names to try to scam women. I mean, that is so fucking scary that there are men out there that do shit like this. I mean, she was posting last week how she's still finding little like recording devices in her apartment that he planted when he had access to her apartment. And I feel like he showed up a couple times after all this has happened. Like, oh my God, I'd be changing my name, dyeing my hair, moving to another city. I mean, no, I guess you can't let it take over your life like that. Like you have to be strong and just fight and stand up. But man, it's so scary. So check out her page. It's super fascinating. And also just it's a good idea just to take a good look at this guy's face just in case because he has been reported to have dating profiles in California and a couple other places as well. So be on the lookout, spread the word, share his face because not up in here. Let's talk about Dancing with the Stars. I have never watched Dancing with the Stars. A couple clips here and there. But th- th- this cast is insane. Like, Chrishell from Selling Sunset, um, Carol Baskin, which was rumored, and it's for sure happening, Jesse Metcalf, Nelly, um, the guy from Backstreet Boys, Team Sync. so I don't know all the Backstreet Boys' name, but you know which, which one I'm talking about, AJ? I don't know, the ugly one. <laughs> There's just going to be so many good people on this season. Caitlin Bristow, who I'm obsessed with her. I do feel like she is getting a little too like famous. And it's I feel like she I don't I hate saying this because I don't know for sure. I've heard a couple stories from people that I know who have had interactions with her. And I also just get the vibe that she might not be like as humble as she once was. But I still fucking love her. And I do I don't know if I said this on the last podcast. I hated Chriselle on season one of Selling Sunset. I just felt like she was fake. I didn't like her personality. Like, I just felt like she was like no one's that happy all the time. But then she really grew on me. Well, she's already starting to annoy me with this Dancing with the Stars shit. Like, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I just got to look outside. It is so smoky. Oh, it's so bad. I was so excited when I saw that Chriselle was on Dancing with the Stars. I was like, oh, my God, I freaking love her. I'm so obsessed. But I'm already so goddamn annoyed with her posts. Yesterday, she posted something on her story. She's like, I just want to show you guys what I learned today. This is me doing a spin. And she did for she fucked it up at first. I don't know how because it's just a fucking spin. Everyone can do a spin. And then she did a spin and was like, oh, shoot, like she did it wrong. And then she tried it again. I'm like, oh, good Lord, help us all. I mean, Chriselle, slow down on the posts. I know you're excited, babe. You're probably like super pumped to have this to rub in Justin Hartley's nose. You're probably so excited that you're getting this attention. I get it. But just calm down on the content. 
Okay, sweetie, we get it. You're learning dance moves. Carol Baskin, Chriselle posted a picture of her and Carol Baskin today. She looks so freaking good. She's already lost 62 pounds, I guess, preparing for Dancing with the Stars and also starting to do the rehearsal process for Dancing with the Stars. She said that she prepared for the season by watching YouTube videos on dancing. And she said she's really been working on her bike riding, her squats and her leaps. Good for you, Carol Baskin. Meanwhile, there's a 48 Hours coming out this week about how Carol Baskin killed her husband, and I can't wait to watch it. It's so crazy to me that people were coming after me for having Carol Baskin do a cameo for my podcast. Meanwhile, ABC is about to have her on a whole ass show. What the fuck? And 48, I cannot wait to watch that 48 Hours. It's just crazy to me that people believe that she murdered her husband, but she's simultaneously on a super popular reality show about dancing with the stars. Like, I just, I I can't believe it. When else has this, it would be like them having OJ Simpson on dancing with the stars. Like it just wouldn't happen, right? That hasn't happened, right? I've never watched the show before, but I would know if OJ Simpson was on the show. He hasn't been, right? I need to remember to set a recording for that 48 hours. I just remembered that I saw a preview about it last night um, during Love Island, which I'm going to get to in a second. But I also just want to say that I'm really excited to see Carol Baskin dance on Dancing with the Stars. I'm very excited to see Nelly dance. <laughs> like, I'm really excited. I can't wait to see him doing some ballroom. But I'm also really excited about Caitlin Bristow because I know she has a dance background, but today she just posted a video about joining her wine club and it's her like in a music video style promotion and she has backup dancers. And I mean, yeah, she can dance, but she's not like fucking amazing or anything like it, it's almost cringy to watch because she's like in these oversized sweatpants with a beanie and she's trying to look like she dances she's trying to look the part but it's not really like the best dancing I've ever seen so I feel like she might go into this with a big head thinking that like yeah I'm gonna kill it but I, I don't think she might be as good as she thinks she is either that or it's gonna be like no competition she's gonna kill it win every week everyone's gonna love her and it's not gonna be that exciting because you just know that she's gonna win I've never Ever watch the show so I don't really know how it works but I'm very excited and I'm going to be very invested in this season not only because of the cast but also like I've said in previous episodes I'm desperate for shit to watch so if there's that many people on this season I'm definitely going to be tuned in so Love Island I want to get to that last week when I talked there wasn't an English girl on it yet but sometime last week they introduced this English girl and all the guys in the villa thought that she was the hottest thing ever like they were going crazy over her um, Brett said she looked like a rat. He said that she was super ugly. He said there was a bunch of girls in the house that were prettier than her, but the guys were like, this is the hottest girl ever. And Ooh, her accent. It's so funny how much guys in America love an English accent and probably the same thing for girls. Bitches, you better back up if you ever see Brett in the streets. Um, But all the guys in the house were just like so enamored with this girl. Her name was Lauren. She came in trying to steal everyone's man. I did not get a good vibe from her. I was like holding on to Brett through the TV as if she was going to pop through and try to steal him. Um, But yeah, she ended up going home last night, which I was so happy about. She was only on there for a couple days. And when she was hugging all the girls goodbye and all the guys, I noticed that she only had three of her long ass nails left. Like, bitch, you were only there for a few days what happened to you where did all your nails go meanwhile justine which is um one of the prettiest girls that's on the island she changes her nail polish every single day to match her outfit i'm like how sway how the fuck are these guys getting or these girls getting that ready every single day like i can barely get myself ready to do nothing all day 
I think I just really like the show because it's like happening in real time. Like the new people that they bring onto the island have been watching it from home. So they already know the dynamic of all the couples. So I've never seen Love Island before. So I'm just like everyone's kind of comfortable in their relationships right now. So I said to Brett, like, what happens next? Do America just does America just vote every week? And then whatever couples left is who wins. And he's like, no, they're going to shake something up eventually. Well, tonight all these new people are coming in. I think like eight to 10 new people are coming in and it's like relationships will be tested and I cannot freaking wait. Like this show is just so much drama. The people on it are delusional. There's this one girl on it, Mackenzie. She thinks she is the hottest shit. Her boobs are so fake. They The implants look like they're about to pop out of her skin. She looks like she's pretty without actually being pretty. Does that make sense? Like she has all of the, all of the qualities that society has been made to think is pretty, like the lip fillers and the hair extensions and super skinny, fake boobs. But she has like no chin <laughs> and she has the worst personality and America keeps voting her her boyfriend in like America voted her boyfriend in to go out with the English girl and she was like why does America hate me why is America voting my boyfriend to go on a date and in her video on like the first episode she was like I only date millionaires guys that are older than me not like she just comes off like she just fucking sucks so I can't wait to see what happens with her I want her to stay on just because I want (laughs) boyfriend to start dating someone else and I want to see how mad she gets I just like the show like I said because it's happening in real time and you never know what's going to happen and the fact that we get to vote and also there's the girl from Sacramento it would be really hard to catch up now I feel like since it is on every night there's so many episodes but Amanda was here over the weekend she's never seen it before and she's like I'm gonna have to go home and start watching it now because it's so freaking good I feel like you kind of can pick up right now and kind of know what's going on Um, normally I'm big on live tweeting the bachelor and stuff, but lately I just like to have phones down family time, which is what we call nighttime when we're not supposed to be on our phones and just hanging out and watching TV. So I haven't been getting on Twitter after Love Island, but this morning when I woke up, I was feeling super lazy. Um, you know, the weather outside just has me feeling like I don't want to do shit. So I laid in bed for a little while and I got on Twitter and I looked up the hashtag Love Island and I saw that a bunch of people also hated Lauren. So everyone in the house, all the guys thought she was so hot, but Twitter is hating on her, like literally trashing her. And then one of the girls that I can't stand, Justine, I mean, she's so pretty. I I just said like five minutes ago that she's one of the prettiest girls in the house. She is super pretty, but she screwed my boy Trey over. And so I was expecting Twitter to be tearing her apart. I got on Twitter, people love her and hate Trey. So if you're watching it, my mind is just blown by that because Trey was so good to her, wanted to give her a chance, go her speed. And then all of a sudden she was like, I'm not interested and kissed another guy right in front of him. I felt so bad for Trey and Trey went home last night and I've just been feeling like Justine is trash and doesn't like deserve to be there and then I get on Twitter and people are like yes Justine is queen she's gonna be the winner and I'm like what where are all these people coming from did they not just watch all of last week's episodes like I did Anyways, I'm so invested. I fucking love that it's on every night. Um, there's a new show on Netflix that just came out, too, that I'm dying to watch. It's called Away. I feel like it has the girl from Million Dollar Baby in it, Hilary Swank. And I've only seen a preview, but I think it's about, like, this mom gets chosen to go to Mars, which means she's never going to return. I've seen a few people post about it and they started watching it and said it was really good. So I think we might start to watch that tonight. Brett's going to make a pineapple chicken curry And I fucking cannot wait. Last night or yesterday, we went out on the boat um, with 
one of our friends and then they had three people on the boat that I had never met before. They were the nicest people ever. I was freaking obsessed with them. I love when you meet new people and they're nice. Like it's always kind of like you always get anxiety when you know you're about to go into a situation with like new people. You just don't know how they're going to be. These people were so freaking nice. So went out on the boat with them, came home last night. Brett was beat. Like just being out in the sun takes it out of you. He really wanted a cookie. And so he went to the store and bought stuff for me to make him cookies. And then he, I, what did I have to, oh, I had to do my show last night for the station in Eugene. Um, I had a bunch of things to do. And so Brett waited for me to make him the cookies, which is fine. So then I, I make him the cookies and I put a little ice cream in the bowl and I hand it to him. And he says, oh, I only wanted one cookie. This motherfucker, I swear to God. And I was like, I'm sorry, Brett. How about you say thank you for working and then coming downstairs and making you cookies and doing all the dishes instead of saying, oh, I only wanted one cookie. Just eat the fucking cookie, Brett. And Brett's like, oh, yeah, thank you or whatever. And so he gets done eating the cookie and he brings his dish inside, just sets it on the counter and has me wash all the dishes He won't fill the Brita back up like he's like, I'm too tired. Keep saying I'm too tired. So annoyed. So I get in bed and he's like, I want to watch Jersey Shore, but I don't know how to put it on. I'm like, oh, my God. So I had to turn the TV on for him. So damn right. I'm about to finish doing this podcast. Go downstairs, edit it while he makes dinner. And I'm not going to lift a freaking finger because yesterday I was his maid. And he would argue that he's my maid all the time and he does do a lot for me. But yesterday was just ridiculous. So plus, I don't know how to cut a cut a pineapple. If he wants me cutting a finger off, we don't get dinner at all because he's going to have to rush me to the ER. Then I will go downstairs and help with dinner. I don't think he's going to want that. So I'm going to edit my podcast, make my playlist, have a nice chill night, ice my back and let him make this coconut chicken curry. I'm so looking forward to it. He saw the recipe on Facebook's. Facebooks. If it's good, I will share it with you guys. The podcast that I'm going to make this or the podcast, the playlist that I'm going to make this week is Beach Hut inspired. So I've been going to Hot Pilates when the air quality is good. They open up outside. And one of the girls that I go to, Victoria, I freaking love her classes. And every time she ends class when we're grounding, she plays Incubus. Um, does that count as singing? If so, that's the sixth time I've sang today on this podcast. She plays an Incubus song that I love and it just reminds me of being at Beach Hut. And so I was like, oh, I need to make a Beach Hut playlist. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. Songs that remind me of working at Beach Hut, which was like some of the best times of my life. Like we used to open in the morning, play a DVD. We always just played music DVDs. Sometimes we'd play just like regular CDs, but we would play like a No Doubt Live or an Incubus Live or a Pink Floyd Live. I fucking hated Pink Floyd. But we just played a lot of music at Beach Hut, so I'm going to make a a whole Beach Hut-inspired playlist. It's going to be super nostalgic for me. I hope that you guys like it. It's going to be like Revolution, Gwen Stefani, Incubus, Tyrone Wells, that type of vibe. So be on the lookout for that. You can find it on Apple Music and on Spotify at Megan Rage. Brett has such a hard time finding me on Apple Music, and he follows me. It's not very user-friendly, so... If you're wanting to listen to my podcast on either of those platforms, but you're not able to find me, just hit me up. I can send it to you super easily so that you can follow me and find my playlists every week when I make them. Um, As per usual, please tell your friends about this podcast. I would love it so much if you did that for me. Um, If you want a sticker as some incentive, I will definitely send you one. Just send me your first and last name and your address. It's so helpful if you subscribe to this podcast on Apple and download it because the downloads are really what counts. Um, Also, so 
Amazon now has a podcast platform and mine has been added to that podcast platform as of today when you're listening to this. It's not out when I'm recording this, but it will be out tomorrow. So you can also scope it out on there. I mean, this is a new feature that Amazon's bringing out and I'm one of the first podcasts that's going to be on the platform. I got an email saying that they're like only picking, I mean, a select, I don't want to say a select few. They're probably picking hundreds, but um, I'm going to be part of the test run for the new Amazon podcast. So you should be able to find mine on Amazon today when you're looking for it. Also, if you have an Alexa, you can just say, Alexa, play the What the Chuck podcast on TuneIn and she will play my most recent episode. Make sure you're following me on social media at What the Chuck podcast. I'm going to post that picture of Chuck so that you can see it and I'll tag the girl that made it so that if you have um, an animal or maybe it's you have a friend that has an animal, Christmas is coming up, you can get them a little pet portrait. Super inexpensive. She does such a good job. It has Chuck's little name on it. You'll see it. It's up on my Instagram. Other than that, I will not be naming this episode Come Drops. I don't actually know what the name is going to be yet. Maybe I'll get inspired when I go back and edit this. But um, thanks for listening. Um, I'm super excited to tell you guys about my big announcement. Maybe I can next week, but I doubt it. It's probably going to be a couple weeks. Just keep listening. I'm sure I'll alert you on social media when I have another big announcement. I know you guys fucking love a tease. Um, Have a great week. I'll talk to you guys next week. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.